0: Lord be with you. And a reading from the Holy Gospel, according to Luke. Glory On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees and the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host will, the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, Give your place to this man, and then you will proceed with embarrassment to the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place, So that when the host comes to you, he may say, My friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. The one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he said to the host who invited him, When you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they may invite you back and you have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. As so we dive into our Scriptures this morning, I'd like to reflect with you a very first reading, the first line of that Scripture. It says, My child, conduct your affairs with humility. So in that first line of Scripture, God is one calling you a child, and I, He's calling us children. And number two, He says, conduct your affairs with humility. I'd like to reflect with you a little bit on uh, uh, a definition of humility that. I guess I'm adding to Webster's Dictionary this morning. But it's a definition of humility that I'd like you to ponder with me. And that is, surrendering to the people God puts in your daily life. Surrendering, I should say, attentively to the people God puts in your daily life. So today, God's words, all, all of us are being asked by the Word of God to, to look, to push pause on our hearts and minds. Pause. Freeze the frame reflect honestly on our hearts. And I'd like you to pick one thing this morning or one thing that happened to you this week. And I'd like you to isolate that one incident, that one encounter, and I'd like you to study it for a moment. This is what examining our conscience is. It's pushing pause and reflecting on that frame of life where we encounter this or that person and examining how did we Live out that encounter. And I'd like you to uh, explore that intentionality behind that encounter. Like, what was your intentions in that particular situation? And again, if you think of too many things, you won't do this. So you've got to kind of pick one event. And so ask yourself, why did I do what I did in that moment? Or for whom did I do what I did? Why did I do what I did in that encounter? And, and what did I do? Whom did I do it for? Little simple way to examine that particular frame or moment in our life. So you might ask the question pertaining to our scripture readings or our gospel in a, in a particular way. Was I, looking, was I looking for some form of, of recognition? Was I looking for some, some reward or, or some payment? You know, was my moments that I'm studying or looking at, was it seasoned with what's in it for me? Or what do I get out of this? After all, I'm investing my time, my energy, my effort, my talent. I'm here at Mass this morning. What am I going to get out of this? What's in it for me? And the problem with that way of thinking, which... It's kind of obvious, but I think it's important for us to reflect on and step back a moment, is that that way of thinking limits who we invite into our lives attentively. Who we pay attention to, who we don't pay attention to. The way of thinking of what's in it for me, what am I going to get out of this? That way of thinking doesn't make our hearts a hospice, a welcoming, hospitable place to just any person. And why is that? Because We're only going to invest our energy, time, talent, money, work, etc. efforts in those people that can give us payment back. You don't smile at me, I don't really want anything to do with you. That kind of attitude isn't the attitude that a Christian people should foster or encourage. We aren't about getting back always something from what we give. In our Gospel reading, we hear Jesus say, what does He say? He says, When you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the cripple, the lame, the blind. Blessed indeed will you be. Why? Because of their inability to repay you. You might think, well, that doesn't seem very common sense or rational. Lord, What are you trying to say? I'm going to invest. I want a return on my investment. doesn't make much sense to get no return on your investment. The Lord's not saying you're not going to get a return on your investment. What He's saying is, I will give you the return. I will pay you back. Your reward will be great in heaven. If we're always looking for reward recognition, um, uh, attention on earth, then we're never going to be ministering with a pure intention. It's always going to be with strings attached. What's in it for me? And that makes my heart not a very hospitable place for those who are poor. And I'd like you to think with me about the psalm today. What does our psalm say? God, in Your goodness, You have made a home for the poor. God, in Your goodness, You made a home for the poor. Who is the home for the poor. God made you, He made me. God made us, the church, to be a home for the poor. So our hearts are called to be a home for the poor. If you continue reading that psalm, the verses of that psalm, it says, He's the father of orphans, the defender of widows. God gives a home to the forsaken. He leads the prisoners to prosperity. What's He saying? He's naming people that are most forgotten or dismissed or that often can't repay us back. They can't always give back. So I'd like you to think about, again, my child, God speaking to you, my child, conduct your affairs with humility. Think of the people you've encountered. Take that one instant, that one moment when you're walking outside the church right after Mass. I'd like you to even just keep this in your heart and mind throughout the week. Am I surrendering attentively to the people God puts in my daily life? Or am I only being attentive to those who can give a return on my investment? Our Gospel says, whoever exalts himself will be humbled. Whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Well, God God humbled me this week. I'd like to share just a, a little... Encounter a frame of my life this week that I think kind of speaks of this. I give out communion every Friday, maybe like some of you do here. Um, we go to the nursing homes, the, the uh, assisted living facilities. And if you're ever interested in doing that, please come and see us. It's a great, great ministry to take Jesus to the, to the homebound. I was going around taking communion. I was up at Waterford um, Miracle Hills here. And you know, I go to take communion and I go to the next person and I give communion and I go to the next person and give communion. Well, I was just kind of like going from person to person to person to person thinking about, okay, when I'm done, I can go and rest. (laughs) I can go do what I want to do. (laughs) And the Lord really convicted me. I was visiting a man up at Waterford and I gave him communion and went off to the next person and he's like, Michael, get your butt back here. Sit down. He's like, sit down. Sit down talk to this man. So I spent a good 15 minutes talking with this gentleman. And you know, the Lord really woke me up to how I can treat people like a job or treat people like a number or treat people like something I have to do and get done so that I can do what I want. But that way of living, as you all know, and you've all done this, we're all weak, we're all sinners, we've all encountered this. We, we treat people less than the dignity they deserve. We don't attentively give ourselves to them. Our hearts aren't really interested in them or even available to them because they don't have anything to give back to me. Therefore, okay, done with that. Look, I did a good deed. I gave communion to somebody. But inside, I'm a selfish person. The Lord's saying, look at your heart. Look at your intentions. You need to be purified, Father Michael, You need to be healed. You need to be set free. You need to be more selfless. You need to be more interested in not what's in it for you, but what's what's in it for them. How am I giving back to the Lord hidden in my neighbor every day? The stranger. Grandma. Grandpa. How many times do we visit Grandma and Grandpa? I know growing up, you know, I didn't always want to visit grandparents. There's times I did want to visit grandparents. But the point is, is, it's not always about me. Being at Mass this morning isn't always about me. It's about giving back thanks to Him for all that He's given to us, namely, His only begotten Son. Think if one of you gave up your child so that another child could have life, and your child died, and no one ever came back to say thank you. He gave up His Son so that we could have life forever. And often we're thinking about What are we going to do when we go home? What are we going to do when we do this? Or what am I going to get out? And the Lord is kind of challenging us today through the Scriptures. Let's be grateful. Let's give time and attentiveness to the people God puts in our life. My child, conduct your affairs this week with humility. Surrender attentively to the people God puts in your daily life. And so the poor which I'm talking about the poor sometimes we are the poor the poor treat the symptoms of selfishness the medicine for selfishness is the poor they get you out of yourself if you yes if you just would surrender to them and sometimes the poor is my wife sometimes the poor is my husband sometimes the poor is my children Sometimes the poor is grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, or the stranger on the street that you meet, or the person you meet at work. That's the poor. And when we die one day, we're going to see all the times Jesus visited us in the disguise of the poor. When I was sick, did you feed me? Or did you care for me? When I was in prison, did you visit me? That's what the Lord... If you get this, you get the whole Gospel. But again, the Lord's challenging us all. Today, to set a banquet. When you hold a banquet, let's let our hearts be a banquet. When you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Blessed are you, indeed. You will be blessed because of their inability to repay you. For you will be repaid in the resurrection of the righteous. So again, let's try this week to be more attentive to those God puts in our path. And when you feel that challenge to just pass someone up or dismiss them, I challenge you to press into that. When you do that, you begin to enter into Calvary. Now you're starting to love. Not just yourself, but others. And when I say at Mass, pray brothers and sisters that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. That sacrifice that's acceptable to God is when you give time or lend an ear or a heart to others that don't or can't pay you back.